Hello everyone, my name is Jordan Lewis. Welcome to the Re-Evolve Media Revolution podcast, where we interview underground hip-hop artists and ponder a connection between life, art, love, careers, and much, much more, all through the perspective of up-and-coming artists. Today's episode features KO and Vixen of Nixon Out. It's so easy to get wrapped up in our own stories and forget that other people have unique goals, motives, and entire worlds that they tend to. What we find important or events that we deem pivotal may be insignificant to others. In this life, there is so much that we share, but just as much that makes us unique. It really is beautiful. The choices we make are both a reflection of our past and an echo to our future. How far back do you think your decisions are based? How far forward do you think they will project and have an impact? How deep can we go before we get wrapped up in our own story again? Don't get me wrong, there are benefits to reflection as well as in planning, but I've been finding more and more lately that existing in the moment, and more importantly, being detached from the idea that I understand the past or that I have control of the future. It's allowed me to be more at peace and realize a truth that is typically left unspoken from phrases often repeated. That is, we really don't know. We don't know much of anything. We've come closer to understanding, but that progress really just showed us how much more there is to make compared to how far we've come. Hearing the victories and tribulations of others has helped me put into perspective my own progress, and I'm hoping that it will do the same for you. Here's Nixon out. All right, what is up, everyone? I'm here with Nixon out, the hip hop duo composed of KO and Vixen. What is up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> How you both doing today? We're excellent. Sun shining, no rain, so can't complain too much. Has it been heavy raining recently? No, it seems to be building though, but nothing's uh, nothing crazy's happened yet. Something's looming. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, where are you guys located? Because I know act- you're in Alberta. Yeah, we're actually in northern Alberta uh, in a small town, Valview. It's about an hour east of Grand Prairie. Oh man, I've heard of Grand Prairie. Prairie. I've never heard of uh, Valview. Yeah, that's why we just say Grand Prairie. <laughs> okay, fair. Is it how small of a small town are we talking? It's like. 2,000 people. Oh, man. Everybody yeah. knows everybody. Pretty much. We just stay hidden in the in the bushes, so it's all good. Ah, okay. What's the hip-hop scene like there? Um, There's not much of one. There, when you, I was, you wouldn't think so. When I was growing up, when I was younger, well, not even growing up in my 20s, there used to be crazy scene here we that's where we first started out and i was with somebody else a buddy of mine and and the, the scene was actually quite good it was packed every night and then uh over the last probably few years it started dying out um and then right before covid we actually started to get the scene going again we had a few hip-hop shows here that were doing really great and uh we were just bringing junk and crap in and covid hit yeah. <laughs> man Oh, that happened to a lot of people, actually. A lot of really, really large plans that took a lot of work to come up to were just suddenly just collapsed. Yeah, it really sucked. We had, uh, I think we had about 22 shows booked in the first couple months of the that year. And yeah. uh, COVID just, that screwed the shows. 
Man, that's crazy. So, so this show that you were initially talking about, was that in Bellevue? Yeah, it was, uh, well, we were supposed to go on uh, part of the tour with them. We were doing Grand Prairie and Bellevue and Evanston. No way. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, COVID. Yeah, it was like a week or a couple days beforehand. I think it was three days. Okay, so it was probably just like mid-March? Yeah, it was like, I think the show was March 15th. Yo. <laughs> yeah, that happened in my city as well. We had a pretty big show going on on uh March 20th, and then it just got scrapped super last minute, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was crazy. That's well, we we were organizing the event, so we were in uh conversations with the bar owner, and they were like, oh, I don't know, we should we should shut it down because everything's going crazy. And then every show just started like domino effect. No, we're we're not gonna do yeah. it. No, and I was like, oh man, totally understandable, but it was just like it was just halt all of a sudden. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. You're, you're right to say it was like a domino effect, man, because I remember just one, one or two shows got canceled just on speculation. And then everyone's wondering if like the big summer shows are going to get canceled. And as soon as like things started tumbling down, it was like kind of a no brainer that everything was getting canceled. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As soon as the stampede was uh, canceled, it was like, okay, world's closed. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Yeah, might as well. But uh, yeah, man, that's crazy. And it seems like it's behind us at this point. But uh, let's let's talk about North of 40 Productions real quick. Where did we begin with that? That's actually... Uh, so when I first started hip-hop, I uh, there was another artist here in town that uh, was working together. Um, Roughly how long up, ago are we talking? Uh, we started in probably 2011. Okay. And then he moved away probably... Oh man, it must be seven years ago already. Oh, and wow. then I, I started my own thing, North. So my grandparents own a farm and it was always North 40, North of 40 in the back of, back of their fields. Eh? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, so I took that and I was like, okay, well, I'll make a label out of this North of 40. And then, uh, I met Joel and we hit it off right away. The chemistry was just huge. And we basically became business partners. Yeah. We did music uh, you know, solo for quite a while. We'd uh, jump on each other's tracks or stuff. And then finally, actually during COVID, we were like, why don't we just do music together all around? Because it just seems more logical that way. So uh, that's kind of how things happen. North of 40 is just uh, the label I created. And uh, yeah, we're both on it. Awesome. The dream, awesome. the hopes of it is to actually build a roster in the future. In the future, short term, long term? Probably a couple years away. Couple years away, unless some blessings come your way between then. Exactly. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be completely set up. And I mean, it seems like as I've been doing this music, I see so many artists go, ah, I'm doing a label. And then they, Hey, come sign my label. And they, and they don't have any idea what they're doing. (laughs) They just sign and think they're a label now. So I'm going through all the business hoops and everything and making sure that I'm as knowledgeable as, as possible on everything and that I can actually provide a platform for other artists and producers. For sure. So just setting up a solid foundation for whatever is ahead. Exactly. Where do you see yourself basing uh, this business out of when it does come to fruition? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's, it's kind of tough for us. I, um, I have two kids here, 50, 50 custody. So we can't really move. Although I'd really love to, uh, uh, we thought about BC or Southern Alberta for sure. But, uh, as of right now, 
I'm not really too sure where we'd set up base. Fair. So again, if anything in the short term happens big, then maybe you can think and talk about it. But for now, you're focused on what's in front of you. Yeah, exactly. We got, you know, short term goals and then we got our big term, long term goals. And uh, we plan on hitting them all. It's just a matter of the time period, right? So we got certain steps. And then hopefully everything aligns up unless you're saying like something crazy goes off, then we can speed up the process. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. You guys and us both. But uh, uh, what you were talking about when you guys met, this was about uh, 2016. If I, if I'm wrong. Yeah. I think it was 2015. It 2015? was uh, August or September of 2015. Yeah. Okay. And, and was this the meet music related? Yeah, it was uh, actually through my tattoo artist. Oh, no uh, he way. does all my tattoos, and he's like, hey, I know this chick that sings really good. I was like, okay. <laughs> sure, like, what's up? Well, maybe she'll come record. I said, okay, well, where is she from? From Valaview. So, oh, okay. And, and she came over, and uh, we instantly wrote a song, I believe, that day. Um, is that Temptations? That was, yeah. yeah. yeah it is. And then uh, we kind of moved forward from there. She did a couple solo songs, actually, that have never been released that we've just recently been talking to again or about again, uh, possibly releasing them and, uh, releasing yeah. the ones from back then or like, uh, yeah, revised she, she, new version of them. Yeah. It, it would definitely be uh, newer versions of it. Yeah. But, uh, the concept and, and everything of the songs are really great. It's just the time period never worked out to release them back then. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know, I know that feeling of having tracks that you've been working on for, for just a very, very long time. And it just doesn't feel right to release them uh, at any point in time for some reason. Yeah. It's, it's weird how that works out. Well, we actually have a, a new album done for the last probably, I don't know, eight months to a year. It's been yeah. finished for that long. Yeah, man. Oh, and man. we were going to drop it and everyone's like, Oh, you but just drop it because you know, time ages music. Right. And, I listened to the album over and over and I was like, it's not going to age this project. You've got to wait until that, till I feel like it's right. And I kind of wanted to get all the pandemic stuff kind of in the background yeah. before we released it. Cause you know, it's, it's a crazy world now. <laughs> and so is this project older than your new name, your duo name? No, no. Uh, it's in line with it. Yeah, it's uh, it was kind of right around the same time. Okay, it was um, probably the pandemic. I you know I always take my career or our, or our career in steps, so I can see every step up of elevation. And I think during the pandemic, we actually released a song called "Pandemic" last year, yeah. and that that was kind of the next step up. And it was right around that time that we were thinking of doing the name change um, and doing you know going a dip, not a different direction, but kind of expanding on what we were doing already. So everything kind of is in line. Like the last song I think we finished for the album was probably six months ago or something. Gotcha. And was the one track that you actually did release? Oh no, you've, you've released two tracks this year, but actually are the two tracks released this year off that project? Uh, no, Go to not. Sleep and Lockdown? No. Those were both just uh, singles we wrote and we're like, let's drop Okay, interesting. Do, does the project follow uh, the theme or the pattern of either of these tracks? Yeah, the pretty vibe? much. Yeah, actually, the vibe on the album is, is pretty similar. Uh, it's a little different. We have some big features on the album, too. Interesting. Um, Anyone you really want to talk about? 
maybe. I can get you <laughs> right too, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm honestly really proud of this album. It's, uh, it's got a lot of, you know, it's got some slower songs. It's got some upbeat songs. It's got the first song in my life where I've used autotune. It, it's you know, oh, nice. Yeah, it's put together really well. That's exciting. I can't believe you're sitting on it for so long. Do you have a, do you have a release date? Because I know you've got a track coming out in two days that's probably off of it. No, once again. Not it's even. <laughs> we, are, we are just uh, releasing random singles leading up to it. I think the first single we're going to drop is probably going to be either the end of this year or very early next year. We're dropping the album in January. Oh, man. Yep. So you're gonna have been you're gonna have had most of it ready for over a year by then. Yeah, and then we're gonna just push it hard. I, I really think like I I, I uh, thought about the process of it quite a while and trying to figure out the best way to do it. And I wanted to delay it just so I could get everything in place. We we've got some crazy videos coming out for it, uh, animated. And we got some videos coming out with uh, some of the featured artists on it that I think are going to be crazy. So the idea of delaying it was to make sure that everything is 100% perfect, have the videos already done, to have, you know, everything done. And and then I want to release it. Gotcha. So what does your team look like in terms of who's working on this this, uh, project towards making it perfect? We actually have an engineer in the States um his name uh trend and t-row mix that is his uh tag and since we found him it, it seems like our music is elevated again that's um, awesome yeah he just brings it out and he's the type of person that goes hey man i don't like this part change it out okay cool go back to the drawing board or whatever it takes we we uh we work really good with him it's just a chemistry kind of like i built with joel and, sure. and it's honestly it's great um we have a few other guys that kind of listen to our stuff and give us feedback, but he's the, uh, he's the main part of our team. That's awesome. How'd you discover him? <laughs> Fluke. Fluke. Um, yeah. He, uh, I don't remember if I sent him a friend request or he sent me one on Facebook and I had him as a friend for, I don't know, months. And I was a little bit intimidated by him. He was, uh, mixing songs for a little Boosie and Ritz and, uh, and I was just a little bit taken back by it. And then I finally sent him a message. It was actually just after we released Joel's uh, solo project, This Is Me. And um, I hit him up and I talked to him and I sent him the project and he really liked it and liked our style and music. And honestly, ever since then, it's just been a wrap. Oh, so this is just over the last like year or two then? Yeah, I think uh, it must, yeah, probably two years, I think, or last year and a half or something, yeah. Yeah, that, that's wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, let's hear about Vixen's origin story with music as well. Where did you get your beginning? It sounds like you started as a singer and then leaned into hip hop. Um. Yeah, I just kind of did whatever before, and then when I met Kane, we just kind of did like the rap stuff and hip hop, and I still do singing or whatever in the songs. So I kind of just like mix it up for sure. Yeah. How long ago did you uh, get your entrance into music? It was pretty much when I met Kane in 2015. Oh, okay, okay. So singing was more or less just a hobby before? Yeah, I just did it um, 
for myself. Like I never say in front of anybody, I was too scared to. And um, he helped me get out of that shell. Awesome. Yeah, he gave me the confidence. And uh, then I got out there and started trying to perform in front of people. And yeah, the rest is history. (laughs) That's wild. How many performances have you guys done? Roughly? I know it's been like five years, so it's hard to say, but... Yeah, I'm not really too sure. I we say like 50 or something. Well, we did... 50? Um, Holy before, shit. Okay. Before COVID, we did... Um, I think it was like 50, 52 or 55 shows yeah. in eight months to end that year. Damn. And then, and then the start of the COVID year, we had over 20 shows booked, and then that obviously ended, but... Um, yeah. Since that, we've been offered lots of shows to go back and perform recently here. And uh, we're just kind of picking and choosing what we're doing now. That's awesome. Is that both independently and as a duo? No, that's just just the duo, yeah. That's crazy. And so do you do work independently shows as well? Uh, We we haven't. I've done independent shows prior to meeting her. For sure. Uh, But she's never done anything solo. We, We just put our, our show together, you know, together, I guess. And we did it and people would always come up to us and say the chemistry was really crazy. So we never changed it. Don't change what's working. Absolutely. That's so good to hear. I, I don't get a chance to talk to people with uh, that much stage experience, which is wild. Yeah. What, uh, or where did you perform? That was like kind of the furthest away from your home city there. I, we did, uh, we got invited to the summer wrap up show at, or our whatever festival almost in, uh, Surrey. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And Mercules was there and Little Windex and, Dope. uh, Mac the Ripper and yeah, BSP. It was, cool. it, it was just insane. Yeah. It was, I don't know, a thousand people or 1500 people were there. I don't know. It was just, it was crazy. It was just a crazy experience. And it, it was one of those things where Joelle was working. She come home from work. We jumped in the vehicle and we took off that night and we yeah. drove all, all night. I think we arrived in uh, Chilliwack at 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's surreal. The whole thing must have felt like a movie. It was a movie. Yeah. Uh, it was it, kind of a blur yeah. that whole year. Yeah, the whole year oh, was I a blur. Bet. What year was this? It was 2019. 19, yeah. 2019. Next, we drove down this road in 2019, I think. Okay, so then, that's what you guys were performing? Yeah, right after that. Yeah, I think we started at uh, end of March or the start of April of that year. Yeah, and then we just went hard. And then, yeah, we did like over 50 shows in the rest of the year. <laughs> that's amazing. That was a oh, blast. So my question to you guys, this is just coming to, coming to me out of nowhere. Um, so for Alberta, they didn't really do a lot of government support for artists. Uh, I think there was a program released like last month or maybe the month before, but to be, uh, to be applicable for it, you had to have at least 55% of your income come from your music. Uh, you guys are do putting in crazy work. The amount of shows you guys have done is absolutely insane. Did you guys, did you guys, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Were you guys able to apply for this grant? No, we, we've, uh, we've tried for a couple grants. Yeah, and I guess I, I don't have the storytelling capabilities to impress them enough to give us a grant. Like in um, terms of grant writing? Yeah. They they all basically said our music was great, original and all this stuff. But basically, okay. my writing needed work. 
like on, on the actual brand. Yeah. But you get that feedback from them. Oh yeah. We had lots of them all write us back and say really good couple, uh, you know, critiques and stuff that we took. Um, and it was kind of crazy too, because the song we sent them was off the album and, um, it, it wasn't even mixed yet. And they were saying all that stuff. The, yeah. the, only, the only flaw, like I said, that they had was the actual grant writing. They, they didn't, uh, it wasn't good enough, you know, cause you have to have that specific kind of flow to it. Yeah. And, and it wasn't good enough for them. Interesting. So they, they have like an expectation of a certain form and, yep. and I guess it's just a, a competition of whoever fits that bill best among the applications that they receive. Yeah, that's pretty much it because you, you're going to have, you know, how many thousands of people that are going to apply. So they have to weed it down. Unfortunately for, for me or us that I wasn't able to write it up good enough for them, but that's something I don't, uh, you know, take to heart. I guess go, okay, next one I make better. Right? Absolutely. Learn, yeah. Mistakes. Yeah, it's just a learning experience. I personally believe everything happens for a reason. So when the time comes and that grant hits, it's going to be uh, for that project that's going to just like, you know, have that extra oomph to it. Yeah, and that, that's what we're hoping for, right? Because honestly, money money makes the world go around. If you have a little bit of oomph behind you, you can go a long way. Oh, for sure, man. And that's that's comes to my next point. I feel as though artists in Alberta were kind of, we're left a little bit short here. Like EI is great. Don't get me wrong. Being able to work on your craft and still be a little bit funded for, for, for some people, for whoever uh, was able to, to get that. But uh, otherwise venues were shut down. Some venues were closed. A lot of, a lot of shit happened to prevent people from making money. I don't know what else you guys do under North of 40 productions. Do you guys offer services as well? Yeah, we do uh, mixing and all that stuff. Uh, like we have a pretty good setup. We have a home studio that I've put lots and lots of money in. Yeah, um, we were doing uh, mixing and stuff. Well, I was doing mixing for a while, um, and then honestly, we got so much workload on our plate that I had to kind of put everything else on hold. I mean, this is like a full time gig. It's every day we're absolutely hours and hours and hours of work. Uh, the other day, we just recorded a new track. 1 a.m. in the morning. So, I mean, it, it's just whenever it is, you just got to hit it and you got to go hard. Holy shit. Is that 1 a.m. in the morning uh, due to that's when inspiration hit or is that just how tight the schedule is? Yeah, it was one of those type of things. Uh, just heard, we get yeah. sent beats all the time. I wrote a hook and then I was like, okay, let's go record this. I need to right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got the beat. I played it for, she's like, I like this. And then I just left her alone and she come back and I don't know, 10 minutes and said, here's the hook. <laughs> That's dope. And because you've got the studio at home, putting it all together is just that easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. It, it It's a lot easier. It, there's still complications. We have kids. Yeah. Everything's still uh, up. And then we had 50 degree weather. So I wasn't going to be in the studio at 50 degrees. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. That's insane. 50 degrees. It was pretty yeah, freaking hot. So- well, I, I heard a town nearby caught on fire, so I don't doubt that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's bad. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and listen to a track by Nixon out. This one is titled Go to Sleep. Enjoy.
has a mice up in my fucking lane And I stuck up in the middle in between All these drugs, yeah, that made me wanna dream But I'm scared to close my eyes I don't wanna go to sleep, eh, hey, yeah I don't wanna close my eyes All these feelings that are stuck inside Would've won, would've done, would've got Would've lost, that I never got back, yeah, 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 yeah I just wanna wipe away the pain By the bills, I'ma never be the same that's okay, I'ma take it to my grave All this weight up on my shoulders All I need is change Gee, a penny for my thigh Headed up in this a lot I'ma never take it back Cause all this shit ain't done Yeah, made me who I am And you thought that I would run But I'm standing here, I'm never backing down I don't wanna go to sleep I don't wanna go to sleep, babe Cause if I go to sleep, then All I do is dream Just anything you said to me I got lots of problems that I gotta see through My chest is heavy and my face I turn blue Keep on looking for these senses Yeah, I wanna know the truth, ayy I feel like I'm drowning and I can't get out Gotta keep on swimming, gotta try and reach the top Everything just feels like it never stops So much pressure on me, I feel like I might blow up Cause who really gives a shit about what I feel And you only care about yourself, be careful what you're dealing Everything always on my ceiling What's the point of anything when it keeps on repeating? I don't wanna go to sleep I don't wanna go to sleep, babe Cause if I go to sleep then All I do is dreaming That's why I'm a demons I don't wanna see them I'm going off the deep end Whatever cause the deep end With that uh, initial release of Temptations in 2016, that was that being Vixen's first release, first public release. Um, completely different style from the next release in 2017 that I can see here called Pour Up, which is more of kind of like a party track. Brought me back to kind of that, that, that good partying lifestyle that I remember being so enjoyable. And then you guys kind of took, to, it seems to me, this, this is just from my notes here, from my perspective, that you guys had a little bit of a break before releasing that... Uh, the EP, 13-track EP, Down the Road. And then you both released two single projects as well. KO released The Rebirth and Vixen released This Is Me. Was that gap where I can see no releases in 2018? You guys just working on these projects, these three? Actually, um, at the time, I was driving truck. I've drove truck for 15 years. Okay, you were just busy. Act, well, to, to lead off of that, I actually got hurt at work. Oh, shit. Yeah, I uh, I don't know even what happened. I slipped, and my back has honestly never been the same since. I I've not worked since that day, no so way. I couldn't walk for nine months. And this is in 2017 or 2018. Yeah, that was before the release of Down This Road. And that's actually what started the release of Down This Road. Is I was so freaking depressed, um, and they were just feeding op- feeding me opioids. So I was high as shit every day. Man. And I, you know, I was depressed, so I started writing depressing songs. And 
sure enough, all of a sudden down this road was an album. You know, it was just one of those things where we didn't plan it. It just happened. And and we just dropped it. And that actually, that album got us a lot of recognition. Um, We met a lot of big artists from that album, which is kind of crazy because, I mean, the whole thing is, I wouldn't say fluke, but kind of in a sense it is. Well, man, yeah, it just came together like that organically. That's absolutely wild. What was the biggest complication that that, uh, occurred as from your accident there? Um, The not being able to walk. And, and, it was one of those things where I told the employer and they were like, okay, no problem. I, you know, just think it's a sprain, right? Like a couple of weeks thing. Yeah. And then you're just walking with a limp. No, I, I couldn't walk period. Oh shit. And, and, uh, you know, I went to the hospital and they're just like, well, we don't really know. So there's x-rays and MRIs and CTs. And I, I honestly couldn't walk until it must've been that spring. And then I walked with a cane for a while. And then, uh, well, I mean, now it's, it's a little bit better, but it's, it's not, it's not hundred uh, percent. So now I walk with a limp. I can't lift anything heavy. I can't jump around like that. That's one thing I, I, that really sucks is I can't put what I want to in our live performances. Cause I'd love sure. to just bounce and jump and run around, but it, it just you know, too painful. Man, you say not a hundred percent. What percentage are we looking at? I don't know, 65, oh, 70. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, it's, I don't know. And the problem with, is now is they don't even know where to go next. <laughs> they don't know what to do. For sure. They, they had surgery as an option and, and then they took that away. So I don't really know what, what's next step. So you're just going to kind of just take it as it comes. Yeah, I'm, I'm focused on music. And, Absolutely, as you should be. And, and what comes with my health, I'll deal with it as it comes. You know, I used to really freak out about things that'll happen tomorrow or the next day. And lately I've been just in today, you know, worried about today, deal with today. There's no point worrying about the next thing tomorrow because we're not there yet. So today it's music. Maybe tomorrow I have to focus on my back. It's, it's I focus on what's in front of me at the time. Would you say that this accident has got you to this mindset or, or your work through music? Maybe both. Um, I definitely feel like since my accident, my mindset has changed 100%. Um, and it, it, it's kind of weird how things work. Like I feel like, you know, you said earlier things happen for a reason. Well, I 100% believe that. I believe I was hurt so that we could focus on our music because that's that's what happened, right? Like I had to deal with the injury, yeah, but we since that day of focused on music, 100%, uh, we've put out two projects, bunch of singles, got this new one coming. I want to really start swarming the, the music industry with our new, new music. Yeah. And that's crazy, man. Not to, uh, put down a stressful time, but like, what does it look like alternatively? Had you not got injured, would you still just be like driving trucks and that would be the majority of your life right now? Probably. I, I mean, you make good money, right? So yeah, absolutely. Kind of a, a catch twenty two. Whereas driving truck, I had no time for music, but I had the money, right? So I had the money to back it, and then now I don't really have the money, but I have the time. So it, it's it's a matter of trying to make everything work and do the time and still have enough money to push everything to where it needs to be pushed. For sure, and just kind of make like high value moves. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's it, right? Like that, that's what I was saying with the shows where we worked our asses off and got crap ton of recognition. And so now we're to the point where if we have a hundred people asking us for shows, well, maybe we just put three, you know, like we don't have to go out and do all that hard work anymore. Well, I shouldn't say that, but we don't have to just take everything just to try to get our names out our name's a little bit out there now. So now yeah. we can kind of pick the shows we want and the shows we want are the shows that are going to, you know, project us into that next level. For sure. And that's not just based on that, the desire to get to the next level. Sorry. I, I don't even know how to word this. It, it's no longer just for, for fun anymore. You're kind of doing it out of necessity. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty much it. Like, I used to say all the time, like I, I started music as a hobby or, or just a way to get some, you know, emotions out of my head. And now in the last probably two years, it, it's, it seems like a job, right? Like I'm trying to make this a business sure. every day, you know, 8am, 7am we're in here working. It, it, you know, it doesn't matter. It, we just put in the work and you know, they, they say persistence is key. So just trying to keep persistence. Absolutely. Through it all. And then, yeah, Vixen, I'm wondering how the uh, accident and just that whole process of going through everything affected you. Um, It was stressful for me too, I I guess, because I was having to help Kane a lot Um, with his injury. I had to take a lot of responsibility on myself too. For sure. And um, during... What, when did I, I got, I had to get my license so that I could go get a job. Oh man. Yeah. So I got, I had my GDL, but I went and got my class five and then I went and got my class two and became a school bus driver so that I could go, um, make some money, but also be home at the same time with Kane to help him out. And then it also kind of worked out with the music too. Um, we were able to still work on that in between um, my job and stuff. So, yeah, it's been it's been difficult, but we've been working together at it and stuff, and trying to keep things going. Yeah, absolutely. Where did the idea to to become a school bus driver come from? Um, actually, my son's bus driver. <laughs> um, she told me they were looking for people, and I wasn't. Um, really looking to be a school bus driver. Yeah. Um, Because I was like, I don't want to deal with all these kids and whatever. Yeah. But then I was thinking about it for a while. I think I thought about it for a few weeks. And then I finally, finally went in and applied for it. And then they ended up teaching me how to do it all. And I ended up actually really liking it and enjoying it. It's not that bad of a job. (laughs) That's very interesting. So you went from getting your license to becoming a school bus driver very quickly as a result of this accident. Yeah, I think in about a month or two, I was I had the job where I got both my licenses upgraded. And yeah, that's amazing. What's really cool is everything that we're talking about now gives me such a cool new perspective to all three of the projects you guys released 2019, 2020 from down this road to the rebirth to this is me. Yeah. 
uh, th- yeah, that perspective is 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 really cool. Actually, even just to to speak to this is me, where you feel like you're comfortable to kind of address your address your past connections, um, and just kind of show the truth of who you are and who you've become. And again, this isn't out of like this is a hobby or this is this is what I do. This is just something that I do. It seems like it's out of necessity. Again. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to um, make some sort of an income out of it. Like, uh, we want to make a living off of it now. Absolutely. Um, whereas before, like we were saying, it was just a hobby. And then This Is Me came out. I started just writing a few songs and um, really letting my emotions out. And I was like, I need to name this This Is Me. Because this yeah. is... <laughs> Yeah, it's great because you show both like a sensitive side or like a vulnerable side and then as well as your your hustler side. Yeah. <laughs> you bring exactly. your rap personality and your singer personality. Yeah, it shows everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we're running into overtime here. Let's really quickly touch on your uh, project that's coming out and even maybe touch on your music video that's coming out in a couple of days. Well, the, the, pro- the new project is called Aftershock. Um, Aftershock. And, and like you said, like, all the albums kind of go into each other. And that, that, that was un- purposely on purpose. Yeah, I know so, what you mean. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, <laughs> down this road and then the rebirth, you know. And actually, if you want to go further than that, this actually started with my first solo project. In 2017, I released my first project called A New Destiny. Yeah. And that w- I went through a divorce. So oh, man. That was, so, that was A New Destiny. And then it went down this road, which was, you know, dealing with the injury and basically a new life with Joel and, you know, everything. And then the rebirth was kind of like, you know, obviously the rebirth of everything. Yeah, yeah. And then she did This Is Me, which kind of explains more about herself. And now this new project is Aftershock. So this is this is what's left. This is this is the next step. And, yeah, and it's, it's everything coming together. Yeah, exactly. And it's got 13 tracks on it. Um, I don't want to give too much away yet, but it's got, uh, it's got some rappers from the West coast on it. It's got some rappers from Toronto on it. And, and uh, that's as much as I'm going to tell you on that one for now. That's exciting. That's big news. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like I, it has been so hard to just shut my mouth on this project. Yeah. Because this is like, I'm always super proud of a project when I release it, but this one I'm like super, super proud of like Oof. this. This is the definition of an album. Like it is one song into the other. It is just a really good project. Um, I, I really can't wait to drop it. In in terms of the new single, we we have the new single, like you said, dropping this Wednesday. Actually, called "Give Me That." Um, and this is I'm hoping the summertime anthem. We we did a crazy video for it. I, I got in touch with the Canadian Hot Rod Association, and they fanned out an email for us basically to all these car guys and we pick and chose what car we wanted. It, it was insane. No so way. we have high end uh, rides. Well, we'll ride in this, in this video. Uh, it's an awesome summertime video. I, I, I really hope it does good. We've, we put a lot of freaking effort into this song and uh, I really can't wait to drop it. That's exciting, man. It seems as though that everything that's going to be coming out of the two of you is going to be very, very high end, high quality, and just show that high impact and value that we're looking for. Yeah. And that's, that's what we strive to. We don't want to release something that we're not proud of. Like 
We have sure. hundreds of songs that'll never see the day just because we feel like they're not good enough. So, you know, a lot of artists now, and especially since the pandemic, I see they release a song a day or a song a week. And that, that's great. But I find that's a little too much. You know, people have a short attention span. They get sick of somebody quick. Just make sure you give them a great song, you know, when they're, when they're craving it. And, and we feel like we maybe have found that we, we had a, <laughs> we had a conference call with a, an A&R and he went through a lot of stuff with us with basically what we were doing wrong, what we were doing right. And we changed a lot of things since that phone call. And that's where we're getting all these new singles out now. And I, I, I'm really hoping, you know, one of these, all it takes is one of these songs to catch. Absolutely. Um, but our last few releases have done really well. Like even go back to this is me, like it had 160,000 streams on Spotify. Uh, the new uh, single go to sleep there. It had like 60 or 70,000 alone. So, I mean, we're, we're progressing every song we release. Um, and we really wanted to release some new videos and that's where this give me that video comes in. So we, we hooked up with Sonic out of Edmonton and, uh, he worked his ass off and, and, you know, getting this video where it is. I like everything I'm hearing, man. <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds to me like, as though that aftershock is going to be something like your, uh, I was trying to think of this earlier when somebody like, let's say at the end of your life and you're looking back on it, your this project was like your masterpiece. Is there, is there a word? I wouldn't say masterpiece, but not it's not masterpiece. Okay. I like, I don't get me wrong. I, I feel like it is a masterpiece, but I wouldn't <laughs> it. it would, I, I know what you're trying to say and I can't really think of the word, but it is, it is the pinnacle of what we've been going through the last five years. I so, see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't do, it's a different vibe than down this road. It, it's or down this road was kind of, you know, like the long haul going through all the trials and tribulations and, and aftershock is more of the rewards of that. But the aftershock we, of it. yeah, the aftershock <laughs> of it really like it. Yeah. And that, that's what it sums up to. We do some experimentation on this track. Like I said, I do first track with auto tune and it, to be honest, our kids love it. So that's all that matters to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, the executive producers. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what we do. Eh? We just give we new song. We just let the kids listen. If they don't like it, we don't release it. <laughs> that's epic. I love that. <laughs> listen, we are running into overtime here, though. Is there anything that you guys want to sign off on and say to anybody who's listening? I, I guess in terms of people just doing this, just keep working. It is a lot of work. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, uh, they just see the the luxuries of the new songs and, uh, you know, everything's, you know, a different perspective when you're posting it, they don't see the real work that goes into this. So we work our butts off in this 24 hours a day. We've put in the work, we've put in the time, put in the money. we've put in the money. We really just, want the support like i said the new single drops wednesday give me that that'll be on youtube spotify anywhere you can get music uh we do have one more single dropping after that one uh, um probably the track we just wrote the other night so that'll come out probably um maybe the end of august september somewhere in there and then we'll be on to aftershock past that that's amazing i'm looking forward to everything that's going to come out of you guys uh, Kane, Joel, thank you so much for joining me today. KO Vixen, otherwise known as Nixon Out. Thank you.
Thank Perfect. you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. This has been awesome. And uh, we'll have to get together prior to the album dropping and we'll give you some exclusives. You know we got you, man. Hey, okay. Well, thank you so much. Hey, we'll chat soon. Thank you. Take care. See you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I hope you learned something while discovering a dope new artist duo to vibe with. If you want to learn more about them, the easiest link is currently through our Instagram channel at Reevolve Media. We are also now on TikTok and Twitter, so add us up there if you are there as well. Um, we'll get more information pumping through on all channels. Uh, otherwise, we've got a lot more coming your way, so stay tuned. And in the meanwhile, this is another track by Nixon Out titled All Night. Enjoy and take care. It's Nixon Out. Baby, give it to me. You've been playing cards right. When I'm with GA, you got me feeling all right. Up to your place, pulling in the crib, see your face, now I stargaze. Got me shifty, you with me? I just think you know shit be. I've been dripping the way in the clouds like a frisbee. Oh no, oh no, gotta get control for one. So low, so alone, don't go. We can take it back, we can sit up on the roof, baby, pop some cognac. You wanna know no rocks, what did I do? Single be so lost, but lost you. Best believe me, yeah, find you. We know we think it's cheesy, baby, let's find you. Let me take it back, I will mind you. Two hands together forever, let the time do. One thing for you to remember you got me, and I got you forever. Baby, can it tell me you've been playing cards right? Why don't you hate? Got me feeling alright. Lying back, looking up to the starlight. If you're with it, baby, we could do this all night. You could give it to me, you've been playing cards right? When I'm with you, you got me feeling alright, alright, baby, alright. If you're with it, baby, we could do this all night. We could do this all night, all night. I know you want some more, but baby, don't fight it. I got a fire in me ignited. The way you're looking at me gets me excited. But everybody want a piece of me. Seeing all the shit behind you need in me. But I already got a man for me. Giving to the things that he teaching me. You could tell me things that nobody but I know Rolling on the waves, every breath is like vital Fighting for your baby, it's all about survival Take it to my grave, yeah, I'm leaving on a high note The world is going fast and maybe who should it?